Assalamu ala Rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. Welcome everybody to the Safina Society Nothing But Facts live stream. On the morning after a an evening uh, in Los Angeles that was I get really raucous towards the end. And I felt, right that at the end there, the room was really raucous. And um, I felt raucous. Like, I felt like the there was a lot of energy in the room. And people were, were really stunned at the end there when it came down to Jesus is God the Messiah, is Messiah God. And if you watch the debate, the topic of the debate had nothing to do with that. The topic of the debate was... Um, something that's really not even a debate for us, but you, you got to address these things when they come up because we can strengthen our own knowledge on, on how to answer these basic things. Uh, think about society. Uh, we never had to answer, is a man a woman, is a woman a man? You never had to answer this. Uh, the scholars today in our time that are living, that are mujtahid, that in the nazila, that are muftis, have said we had never researched the had of a man versus a woman. The had meaning the limit. Like, what is the definition? Al-Qawl al-Sharih. What is the statement, right, that separates, uh, that, that truly, what is the definition of a man in the Sharia? Okay. They said, we never researched it until this era. So the basics are being questioned and attacked, and therefore they have to be researched. That's why at our website, safinasidi.org, and Rai, if I could ask you to kindly put that in the comment section. Safinasadeh.org forward slash first pillar. You can find some basic arguments, but most importantly, you'll find all the ayat. Al-Imam bil-Rusul is wajib. Okay, all of them in Islam. Now, we're not even saying that we are, we, as we said, yesterday was not da'wah in the sense of we're trying to convince you of Islam, of the Prophet. We're simply saying that our religion states that belief in the Prophet, peace be upon him, is fart and wajib. Okay? Let me tell you something that, that happened during the debate, and there is an ebb and flow of the debate that you never know where it's going to go or what's going to happen, or in anything. I mean, this is my first time having a formal debate, by the way. I, you debate people all the time online, but this is the first time actually having a formalized uh, debate with somebody. And there is always... You never know how it's going to start, how it's going to go. Is it staticky? Firstly, alhamdulillah, we went in. How many guys did we have there, right? 20 people. Between. Yeah. We were like 10, 15 guys. Then two New Jerseyans, a couple happened to be in L.A. at the time. Two from MBIC, from our convert class. They showed up. We ended up being like 20 guys. Okay, and some people had their wives with them. I think there were probably a handful of people who were just uh, curious, and then he had his some of Javad uh, uh, Javad's uh, family was there. His I guess that was his wife and his uh, uh, his dad was there, and some people I guess from MPAC. They introduced themselves as being from his organization, MPAC, or the organization he he's part of. So. We got there early, and I felt like that was really important to get a really good feel of the room and to, to see, um, to get a feel of how things are going to go. Now, one thing, the first thing that I really wanted to see, am I walking into something where they're all like in some kind of collusion? And that wasn't the case at all. 
one of the student organizers, I, she had trouble just sort of remembering his name, which is, I'm not saying that like she didn't care any, about him or anything, but it just shows like there's, there's, there's not a group of friends. That's what I was worrying about. Am I going into something where it's a group of friends that are, they're all in on this and, and like that, like the way we were, right? And that wasn't the case. Uh, it seems that Javad had just gotten moved to Los Angeles and even Dr. Krauss, who was really a friendly gentleman, he was the arbitrator or he was the moderator, I should say, uh, not the arbitrator, the moderator uh, of the, it was a really friendly uh, uh, man who, who, who works between academia and outside of academia, like within uh, the Christian world and in the universities okay, in his uh, long tenure. And he was uh, uh, really nice from the start. We got to chit chat beforehand and everything. So that was the first thing that I was wondering, like I had, was really curious what it's going to be like, uh, what am I walking into, are these all like a group, and he, he didn't really seem to have much of a group there, aside from a couple family members and from his uh, uh, one or two members of the organization. Now, there's another thing about this is remember that that position itself does not require a major commitment, right? So any members of such a group it's going to be very hard for them to have a strong commitment and a zeal, right? Because you're, you're basically, it's like a non-committal position, right? What's that? Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're, <laughs> if that hadith, if that were, uh, is not accepted and the prophet peace be upon him have be accepted, there's not a lot to bind you together, right? Think about this. We went out there and uh, what do, what do Muslims do? We went out there, and there were Muslims who I had seen online. Amram Mabruk, what's his podcast called? We got to ask him. Uh, someone find out what Amram Mabruk's podcast was. He was one of our hosts, uh, pretty much our main host on Wednesday. A guy I've seen only online. You go, you meet a Muslim. There's so much that binds us together through the teaching of the Prophet, through Hadith. What you looking for? Oh, I kicked it over somewhere. I just saw it literally right here, and I kicked it somewhere. I probably put it over there, maybe or something like that. Yeah. So, groups like like that that are more on the non-committal side, they don't have a lot that binds them together, right? And therefore, those bonds tend to not be nearly as strong as Muslims' bonds when we're tied together with uh, rituals that we do together. So when I go in out there and I met this chaplain of UCLA, who's not an employee of UCLA, just for the record, he's an employee of Institute of Knowledge, IOK, which is one of the more active groups there. And I, I wanted to meet them, but I couldn't meet them. Uh, Suhail Mullah. Suhail Mullah, yeah. So we met with Suhail Mullah, the chaplain of UCLA, on Tuesday night. He took us out. Then Amr Mabruk on Wednesday morning, we went out. You meet Muslims online, immediately, boom, you're getting along because our deen is the same. And I know exactly what the akhlaq is going to be. I know exactly what the salah is going to be like. There's not too much relativity and vagueness. So that's the first thing is that I, I was wondering, am I going walking into some group that's going to like dominate the room and then I'm going to have to wonder, think about that? That was not the case at all, Okay. That was not the case at all. In fact, it was the opposite. The room was definitely dominated by, you know, the people who believe that the Prophet is part of Islam, right? Low bar as well. Secondly, is that the, 
his debate, there was one thing I thought he would bring in, and there was another thing that I didn't think he was bringing. Like, if you're, you, you got to plan for your opponent, right? So in my planning, and, and a lot of us were involved, I took a lot of advice from people. I didn't try to just do this alone. And all those people who gave a lot of great advice, I thanked them. Um, I really couldn't have done it without them. They gave critical advice through the whole time. Uh, I thought that he would bring up Ibn Sina and the philosophers. So a lot of my presentation was involved. In. Yeah, he did, he did bring them at the end. Yeah, I, I, what the heck? What about the Mawlid? He brought up at the end, he brought up this, the, the philosophers and the Sufis are like, oh, wishy-washy on the belief in the prophet, peace be upon him, or they're open to the idea. How is it when the Sufi are the exact opposite? Right? <laughs> Subhanallah. <laughs> so, uh, I thought he would bring up Ibn Sina and the philosophers and that everything in the Quran is allegory. We didn't even touch upon that. He didn't bring it up at all. But it's better to be overprepared than underprepared. Now, the other thing, which also, I, I didn't think it was totally relevant to the debate, but he did bring it up heavily. It was a heavy part of his presentation. Is essentially Orientalism, right? The Orientalists. The Orientalists are basically non-Muslim Western historians who apply very commonsensical methods to know what's true and what's false, right? I mean, that's how simple it is. What's true and what's false about the past? Okay. Now, it's no coincidence that all of their conclusions must exclude the hadith, right? All their, they, they arrive at one conclusion with the exception of like one renegade from amongst them who's, oh, what's his name? What's his name again, subhanAllah? Yeah. So, um, I was like, the majority of their madhab ends up that they will accept anything from an un-Islamic source I'm saying their conclusion, okay? Because you call yourself historical and critical, wonderful words, method. That means you have a methodology that's all wonderful. But let's zoom out a little bit and look at that you have one conclusion. You all arrive at the same conclusion. Harold Motsky, thank you very much. Harold Motsky, he's a German atheist. And he's like, whoa, 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 guys. The Muslims, they got it right when they cite hadith. If hadith is sahih, pretty much... Muhammad said it. Harold Matsky, alayhi salatu uh, The Prophet, alayhi Harold Matsky is like the renegade amongst these Orientalists. But I did not expect that the entire presentation to be blatant quotes from these non-Muslim historians when the whole premise, according to Dr. Krauss's, uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Krauss's introduction, which I agreed with, is let people explain their own religion, right? Let you explain yourself and your faith. I was like, I'm totally on board with that. That's totally respectful. Yet we have reached a point where we're going to now these uh, Orientalists and taking their word as doctrine. So wait a second. Did not Bukhari, did not Muslim, did not Madik, did not Abu Hanifa, did not all of these luminaries in Islam have methods? What was their method? They didn't have methods. Okay, and as I said throughout the whole debate, watch out for this undertone. 
which really some someone commented, hey, they said, Jake, it's not an undertone anymore. It's an overtone, right? It's being said loud and clear. We trust. Okay, and some of them got upset that I said there's a uh, uh, latte sipping atheist. No, we trust the atheist Western historian. Why do you trust them so much? Do you think they have no agenda? They're all reaching one conclusion, which is the conclusion basically that was mandated and given them to them from the beginning of their history of the colonial project. This is a, a project to destroy the Ummah of Islam from centuries ago. And it still exists. Okay? And yet, we went with that. Now, here's the thing. To me, that was annoying. But to the outside user, uh, re- viewer, I think they were more concerned with the verses, to be honest with you. I think that um, the, the, the citation of those historians, did it, it bothered me a lot more than, uh, th- than uh, it really affected the people. That's personal opinion. And... Uh, when I was talking to one of the brothers who helped preparing for this debate, he concurred with that. That essentially that there was a lot more, that, that I, in my mind, it was a lot bigger of a deal than it actually was. And what the, the non-Muslim read, and that's that is one of the audiences that I was thinking about, is that neutral person. Okay, there, there is our um, side of things, there's his side, but don't forget that that big gray neutral middle. Okay, someone's asking where can we watch this? You can watch it at uh, what's the website, right? It's uh, is it UCLA's Facebook page? Yeah, yeah. Go to UCLA's Facebook, uh, YouTube channel. Sorry, go to UCLA's YouTube channel, and um, oh, it's at Islamic. Uh, Okay, so let's look it up and we'll link it for people who didn't watch it. So the first thing I said was my expectation going in and how honestly we were, or like we, we had the support dominating the room. There was no doubt about it, right? You look out and it was mostly people who supported this, this side of the argument, which was, I think, important for the in-person environment. And it always it energizes a person when you see people um, there who are supportive. But at the same time, I kept my eye mostly, though, most of the time on those neutral. I tried to see their body language. I tried to see what they're nodding at, what they're vibing with. And some people, they were neither from our group of friends, nor were they working with him. Uh, they were engaged. And I could tell that the verses were moving to them. Now, at, on this art, in this article, safinasidi.org slash first pillar or just go to safinasidi.org and right at the top you'll see the debate article it's very important for every muslim to know these ayats okay where it what it came down to is that there are summary verses that are interpretive verses and he stuck with them which is those who uh had those who were guided or Jews and Christians and Sabians. That's the summary verse, right? That is a summary verse. And that's what he's sticking with. But what I said was, listen, look, there are so many other verses that explain that. The Quran, human speech in general, 
contains summaries and contains details. And it does not have to be everything in order. If you walk in on a community and you want to figure out what that community is, right? And what their positions are, what their policies are, what their beliefs are, etc. You're not going to ever really sit down all the and just get a whole uh, straight up answer A to Z. You're going to glean something from here, glean something from there in a conversation. The Quran is very much more like the, a conversation than it is a, a textbook. Am I right or wrong? And that's why we can recite it all the time and, 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 uh, and never feel like I can predict what's next. There's never a sense of, okay, if this issue is mentioned, then we're going to go on a list that's predictable and boring, right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mingled his words together in such a way that in any given passage, a lot of things are covered. A ruling of fiqh may be covered, a story may be covered, a prayer may be covered, and a piece of doctrine may be covered. And in one ayah, okay? In one surah. So you have to, when you're, when you're researching a matter, what you have to do is research all of the verses of those matters from different surahs. This is the main, some of the, one of the main ayat is that when are the Jews and Christians accepted with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is, O oh people of the book, you have no basis. You are upon nothing. Until you uphold the Torah and the Injil. All right? How do you uphold the Torah and Injil? By completing it. And what is revealed to you from your Lord, i.e. the Qur'an. Okay? And then the verse following it, and these are the two most, two of the strongest verses that we use. All right? Those who follow the messenger. Okay. The unlettered prophet whom they find mentioned in the Torah and the Gospel. So in the Quranic framework, in the internal logic of the Quran, the prophet has been prophesied in the Torah and the Gospel. Anytime that Allah is telling them, follow your book, inside of it is guidance and light, means follow it, you will find in it, if you are sincere, you will find in it the requirement to go and follow this prophet who we have just sent to you. When are the Jews and Christians praiseworthy? When they believe and do righteous deeds. What is the belief? Believe in the prophet. What is the most righteous deed? Submission to him. Then what did the prophet say about them? You have the reward of being a Jew and being a Christian. That's why he re- continues reform to, to uh, refer to them as Jews and Christians. Yes, you, are, you have fulfilled the covenant properly. You have showed your sincerity... You have passed the test of your sincerity you, to this book by accepting the new book. That is the sign of sincerity. That was my argument in a nutshell. And at the end of it, if you take out all the fluff and, or the, all the extraneous things that didn't matter, he stuck with the general verse, believe in God, oh, Jews and Christians believe in God in the last day, then you're saved. No, no fear for you but does not answer. It, that tafsir contradicts all of these verses. There should be nobody in our Safina Society group, in our Arcview group, in our MBIC group, anybody who ever comes upon this issue again, except that you have all the verses that you need. Okay? And I don't know if the slideshow showed up on the, uh, yeah, it kind of did. like on the thingy, right? Yeah. 
when I was putting the slides, was it showing up in the YouTube video? Because, unfortunately, uh, uh, the font didn't carry over. Oh, look at that terrible font. I don't know how his font carried over. I guess it was it was present. Everything for him carried over. None of my fonts carried over. They were terrible. So I, yes, look at that. That's like, it's like Microsoft Word default font. It's a disaster. If you go to the video, go to minute 53. It's all uh, just shows my screen. Yeah. So that's why I even got a text message from somebody. He said, man, great job. But please let me help you uh, spice up your, your, uh, your PowerPoint. SubhanAllah. He, it was like, oh, it was Sheikh Mohammed Shinawi. He was like, yeah, we, we need to work on your... Uh, it's like Microsoft uh, default fonts over there. I didn't have time, like, one, maybe 15 minutes or one half hour before the debate to, uh, to fix everything. But this was... Um, the believers are only those who believe in Allah and His Messenger. None of you, none of your friends, none of your family members should ever have any question about this anymore now that you have this article safinasidi.org slash first pillar i want this article to spread copy and paste it don't even attribute it to me attribute it to yourself i don't care i want this to be with everybody these ayat and i genuinely honestly was seeing some non-muslims right they they weren't most of the muslims who came in they salam the other muslims right so i i sort of knew they were not in their heads with this that's when I felt, really, we nailed this. Because it, when, when a regular guy comes in and says, yeah, yeah, this is what makes sense. Yes, you're being nice to me and saying that I'm saved in your religion. But to be honest, to be textually fair, this is what makes sense. And I kept trying to see that body language. And I'll tell you at what point the whole thing split wide open. You know that when there's a close game and you feel like you're, you're playing well, but then the other, your opponent, fumbles a ball and you get a free six points. And then you kick the field goal. Now you're up by a touchdown. And then it happens right again later on, right, with a bomb that goes 70 yards, and you got another four, seven points right there. I'll tell you when that happened. is when he brought up the verses of Surah Al-Ma'idah. He brought them up. And I said, okay, let me just go. Right, let me just uh, uh, read the next few ayat. And that is always what we do in tafsir. Everyone does. This is not some trick that I came up with. Everybody, every Muslim knows. Someone gives you an ayah, no, read the first ayah before it and after it. Okay? And that ayah, to me, that was the beginning of his, un- uh, of his undoing with all due respect. Because, by the way, he was respectful to me. I have to say that. He, he, I actually said one thing that I wish I, I didn't even want to say it. When I, but I just got in the heat of the moment. When I, and I really meant when I told him, like, you know, the verses are very clear if you're educated. What I really meant was if you look at the verses. I didn't mean to, to insult the guy because we don't go there. We wanted to try to give a prophetic mood there. And, you know, his dad's there, his wife's there. You want to humiliate somebody in front of somebody else. So he's the one who says, he cited this ayah, O people of the scriptures, You're upon nothing until you uphold the Torah and the, and the Gospels. Okay, and he stops there. 
And I said, wait a second, let me go around. Well, what's the next ayah? And that which has come down to you from your Lord. And then continue. Now the next two verses are literally cutting and slashing on the, the deeds and the beliefs of the Jews and Christians. Okay? And I just read them. That's all I did. I'm telling you, there was a guy right in front of me. He was laughing. He was laughing. And I said, this is exactly what I said when I said that this matter is so clear and obvious that open the Quran into any period uh, verse. Read for a period of time. It will jump out at you. And that's when I knew pretty much that, uh, at least in my view, that's what it's, we, this thing, we made it clear. Because this guy, there was two guys right in front of me. They were young. They may have been grad students or something. Uh, they were just laughing. They were nodding their head and laughing, right? They were, it was clearly convinced. They were clearly convinced because I said, I did not prepare this. He brought up the verse, right? He brought up this verse. I said, let me just read the one. Well, well look at what it says after it, okay? Though, uh, what it says right after it. Uh, he brought up uh, Surah Al-Ma'idah 69. We made a co- next ay. We made a covenant of old with the uh, children of Israel, and we sent unto the messengers, as often as a messenger came unto them, which they did not with something that their souls did not desire. Right? They denied it, and some they killed. That's the next ayah, because he brought the ayah. Lo, those who believes, who are Jews and Sabians and Christians, whoever believes in God on last day and does good deeds, shall have no fear and no grief. All right, wonderful verse. Read the next verse. Read the next verse. We made a covenant you. Every time a messenger comes, you reject him? So what is the goodness talking about? And what is the bad deed talked about here? It's rejecting the prophet, peace be upon him. They thought no harm would come of it. Okay? So they were willfully blind and deaf. And afterward, Allah turned their hearts away. Okay? They surely disbelieved. That was the Jews. So the Jews were handled first. You kill messengers. You reject prophets. That's your problem. Your problem is you have issues with MBA. Next ayah. Surely. They surely disbelieve those who say Allah is the Messiah, son of Mary. And I went on, okay? And said, children of Israel, worship your Lord properly without partners, okay? So they have surely disbelieved. They say Allah is the third of three, okay? When there is no God, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, all right? So when I read those verses, that's really, that was that was the first, I would say, it was a, it was a it was a good uh, intercept. It was a pick six, because he brought it. He was on the attack with that verse. He thought he was on the attack with that verse. The next verse is just totally belied his theory, and it was not planned. It was a wonderful pick six interception, and that turned the tide in my in my view. Now I'll tell you, you turn the tide because you play you you, you play well is one thing. You fumble the ball late in the fourth quarter. That's another thing, and that's exactly what happened. Because the moment I said, recited the verse, it said, do not say the Messiah is God. Then he says, he pulls something out. I couldn't believe what he's saying. He said, no, no, the Quran has got it wrong on the Trinity. And Muslims have got it wrong on the Trinity because the Christians never said the Messiah is God. And it's not the same as saying God is the Messiah. I said, that you just... The Christians in the room were shaking their heads. I'm telling you, I could see it, and I knew this. it's party time. 
It's party time. You fumbled in the fourth quarter. That's I wish, it. I wish I could take this mic, mm-hmm. Bluetooth, and go downstairs yeah. to, to the guys working outside, oh, yeah. ask them, do you believe that Jesus is God? Yeah. They're all Christians. That's it. They'll all say yes. One simple line. Or son of God. And, and uh, no, you, this is what you say. Is Jesus God? Yes. Is God Jesus? Yes. It's the same thing, right? And uh, are we going to, that's where you're going to lose everything. You nuance, you cannot nuance everything to death, right? There have to be some clearly self-evident truths in life. It's a self-evident truth that the, in, in Christianity, Jesus is worshipped. It's like a self. I'm not saying it's a truth in itself, obviously. I'm saying it's a truth that that's what they say, right? And I'm going to give you a treatment of this ayah right now. Because all three possibilities of what the Trinity, what Christians may have said, are handled in the Qur'an. The Qur'an is not giving you one slant of the Trinity and Christianity. As soon as we went there, let's, to be honest, it was party time. The room, everything in the room changed. Everyone was cracking up. Nobody, everyone was shaking their head. That's when I felt like, all right, I thought I, we, had, we had a good debate, and I thought that that last set of verses... It completely sealed the deal. I felt like I was up by two scores. It sealed the deal. Now you fumbled, and you just, you know, you're just walking it into the touchdown at that point because we ripped it wide open, and I could not do anything but laugh. It's it, You blasphemed us today. You blasphemed the Christians. It's two-for-one night in Los Angeles, right? It's, I want to apologize to the Christians, Right? And uh, if not for the moderator, right, I would have pulled it wide open, right? Let's look that how, how does the Qur'an dispute the Trinity? It describes the Trinity in three, three ways. Okay. Allah subhanahu wa they, they have disbelieved those who said God is the third of three. Okay. Third of three means three essences in one, what have you, third of three essences. What's that? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Catholics believe that, right? So that's taken care of. Okay. What? All right. Next one. وَإِذْ قَالَ اللَّهُ يَعِيسَ بِنَ مَرِيَمْ أَنْتَ قُلْتَ لِلنَّاسِ اتَّقِذُونِيَ وَأُمِّيَا إِلَهِينِ مِنْ دُونِ There's another subset of the, the Trinity, according to this, that have taken, they worship, worship God. Jesus is another one. And another essence, and Mary is another essence, and they're all worshipped. Okay, they're all worshipped. The third one. The simple concept: God has a son. So we're not saying that is worshipped, but he's a son of God. In this verse, it's not saying he's worshipped, but he's a son of God. Is there anyone who says from the Christians that God is uh, Jesus is the son of God? Of course, all of them, right? of today if they they say that they also say he they also worship him and they also hold it's one essence in three different individuals okay or three different forms i should say one essence three forms now what about the proofs from the quran that the torah was muharraf we didn't even talk about that but what about this ayah? Wait, woe to the people. They write the book with their own hands. They say this is from Allah. We didn't even talk about that. 
yes, or a fact that all of this, we could still have it as 100% truth, but it's, it's abrogated. We didn't even discuss that. But at that was the point in the debate when we went and that Jesus, the Messiah is God, is different from God is the Messiah, or whichever order he had it, uh, we, we're in laughing territory right now. And that, to me, um, if the debate, the function of a debate is to convince the person in front of you, right, then at that point, it's not about convincing yourself. That's an important thing. It's not about convincing yourself. It's not about just um, getting it right with some academics. It's about the person in front of you. And I'm telling you, the, the general audience in front of us was having none of that part. And once you lost the credibility with them on the description of that, then you know, like, oh, okay, I don't know. You're not credible anymore. Okay, you're not credible anymore. If you're bringing this, you're nuancing this now, you're nuancing this, the whole world, you go to anyone, what do the Christians say? They worship Jesus, right? Jesus, son of God, right? Jesus is God himself. God and Jesus are one, right? Huh? Mary, mother of God. And this is from Brother Denny, pay attention to church, right? Right? Oh my gosh. That was a good <laughs> Yeah. In, in, in at the Newark Airport where we stopped for Salah, they have all these books and everything. And firstly, when we got there, who was up on the in the in the in the in front of us? It was Mary, right? I'm, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it, I think it was like Mary holding Jesus or something. But these very fundamental things, uh, to be honest, right? Um, uh, let me talk about another thing that I didn't really want to get into too much for the sake of the audience, maybe not understanding it. But, لم يكن الذين كفروا من أهل الكتاب والمشركين. Yeah. That min is bayaniya, muakkida. It means that الذين كفروا equals أهل الكتاب والمشركين. Two categories. That's our, that's our law. Kafir, you have two categories. People of the book, mushriks. They have different laws applied to them. Okay? So that min is not part. Because that would mean only some of the pagans are kafir. Right or wrong? If min here is littab'id, a tab'id means some. Okay? Some. Which book? Bismillah. Arab al-Quran. Al-Durar. Al-Durar al-Masun. Right? Min ahl al-Kitab muta'alik bimahdhuf li'anhu hal min fa'il kafaru. Right? Qalu al-Mushrikeen al-Amma ala qira'at al-Mushrikeen bilya atfan ala ahl. Qassam al-Kafirina ila sinfain. Qassam al-Kafirina ila sinfain. This min is bayaniya. It is a clarifying of who the kuffar are composed of. Not tab'id. It can't be tab'id. Tab'id is part. From amongst. Yeah, from amongst you. There's good apples and bad apples. No. Why is that impossible? Because all of the mushrikeen are kuffar. If you say that min here is lit tab'id, you should know this if you're a student of knowledge, put it on the side. Min lit tab'id means some of. 
if it's some of, wouldn't that not mean that some of the pagans are not kafir? Only some of the pagans are kafir? Then some of the pagans are not kafir? It's impossible. This min is bayaniya, qassam al kafirina ila sinfain, ahl al kitab wal mushrikeen. Yeah. Yeah. People like yes. Arabic speakers? No, no. People who were commenting afterwards, yeah. they were like, wow, that one verse, min, you know, from, yeah. you know, yeah. like, but this is what you said in the beginning of the of the talk mm-hmm. in your intro, is that we rely on the people who lived with the Prophet Wasallam and the under, that understanding yes. of Arabic, and that's where our our Arabic grammar comes from. Yeah. It's derived from that. And if, if, if it could go both ways, you have to eliminate the way, you have to eliminate the way that contradicts other verses right if the interpretation of min here can go both ways you must eliminate the interpretation that contradicts all these as muslims to know that min is bayaniya not litabait all right that the min here refers to a part no it can't be that because that would also imply that some of the pagans are only some of the pagans are kafir right are you going to tell me now pagans idol worshiping Abu Vishnu, these people are not kufa. That's where we're going with this ayah, right? So that's eliminated. Number two, you cannot go that route because it would then contradict other verses of the Quran that are explicit. And here's what I brought, but this is the argument that I brought, right? Fine. You know what? Say that it's some of them. Which group? That's why I didn't even mind when he went that route. Say some of them. Okay, which group of them? The Quran tells us. Which group are the kuffar? Those who rejected this this book. Okay. And that you will find many of them in rejection. That's the group. The group that rejects the last messenger. So that is the concept here. That's the idea of where we went with this. And um, uh, what's going on? No volume? The volume's off? Hmm? Okay. Now, it may be... Just refresh it real quick. Just re- refresh it real quick. Maybe you just read what Portuguese says. Mm. Any, any Muslim who common sense knows that you rely on Portuguese text here, right? Yeah. All right. Qurtubi. Very short tafsir of Surat al-Bayyina since there is no... بيان ما جاء من الأحداث من الأحاديث في فضلها. Okay, this is the fadl of it. تفسير قوله لم يكن الذين كفروا من أهل كتاب الآيات الكلام على أن أهل الكتاب هم اليهود الذين كانوا وهم قريضة والنضير وبني قينقاع وأن المشركين هم الذين كانوا بمكة. Okay, وهم مشركون مشركو قريش. القول في معنى منفكين في البيانة. وما أمر إلا ليعبد الله. He doesn't treat that. Min there. Okay. But no, he does in a sense. He said it is all of them. He's all of them. Because he says, Al Kalam Allah and Ahla al Kitab, they are all of these Jewish tribes. Okay. And all of the pagans of Mecca. Right? Okay. Is our it's uh, sounds is back, right? Sounds is good. Everything's moving good. Just refresh. Yeah. Just refresh. 
Okay. All right. So that's the my the analysis. Again, I talked about the coming into the event. I had never done a debate like this before. Now, by the way, let me tell you something. Some people, and and let me read you this comment. Some of the brothers, they didn't even want this debate to happen. Uh, some people from the Telegram group, uh, they didn't want the debate to happen, and they felt that. Uh, we should not give attention to these individuals. They're going to spread their ideas and confuse everyone. I actually recognize that point of view. And the, the brother who said this is Attar, okay? I recognize that point of view, okay? And it, it is something you're, it's, it's, it's a valid point of view. Uh, yet at the same time, my response is that, or my opinion on this is that it's out there already. Everything's out there. So we might as well rip the cover and, 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 and treat it. That, that's my perspective on it. All right. That's my perspective on it. It's out there already. We might as well just, you know, rip it out there, uh, rip off the cover, show everyone what it is from now and treat it. Like, I don't want my kids, my daughters to know about some of the facade on the Internet. Well, one day it's going to have to come around that I'm going to have to tell them right or their mom will tell them and i'll tell my and 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 the same thing was with my son obviously he doesn't know certain things because i gotta have to give him a hint i have to tell him at some point this stuff exists it's out there here's how you respond to it okay so that it's a difference of perspectives and 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 i i totally respect his opinion on that uh because things are things are uh nothing that's this stuff is not just qatai that there's only one opinion on it no there's there are many opinions uh, 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 that are valid on this with this question now in initially the impression that I got when uh, when dr. Hashmis messaged me is that this is a graduate seminar that he's teaching he's giving a speech to the or he's giving a talk to the uh, graduate department but he just wants somebody to offer the opposite side. So literally, I thought, I'm going to go into L.A., I'm going to dip in, give this talk, and bounce. And there's not, even, and there's not going to be much even go back and forth, let alone that this was going to be a formalized public debate on YouTube streams and everything else. I didn't imagine that, right? It, the initial thing, right? So that's how it started with me. And then it became, okay, well, we're going to make it a debate format, Right? So that we can go back and forth. All right, next, and we're going to stream it. All right, so I'm not going to back down, back out once we did this. So that was the first thing, which was how we even got to the uh, to this point in the first place. Now the question is: Is this like something that I'm going to do? I can't foresee my, myself doing a lot of these. Um, I'm not going to do it. Uh, I'm not going to do it. You know, uh, uh, except on a ma- 